Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. Well, hello there. And how are you? I am great, honey. What are we doing? Well, we're doing our podcast. Culture Pop? Where we talk nonstop. Oh, my God. Hey, guys. I, I wasn't asleep. Welcome to another episode. Actually, how often do you fall? How often in the past have you fallen asleep in class? Because for me, like for the longest time, I never fell asleep in class. Like I never, I, was, I never understood it. And then I've been like one or two times in high, in like in high school. And then like sometimes it was an early morning class or late night class in, in college. So this is how we're starting. So I, I just, <laughs> oh no, I'm answering the question. Goodness, let me answer. So no, okay. in, in high school, um, more often in high school than in college, um. Cause yeah, cause I used to wake up at like freaking like five to get there at like eight, and then it was like uh, it was just and so dumb. You get, you get there at eight, you have no. Yeah, and then like even like I even did um you also did sports, but I did um no, did swim I and dive. Sports. Um, I did. I did mess up my schedule a little bit too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Just like public high school i mean just school before college when you can actually choose your schedule like i was falling asleep all the time in my, class my funniest falling asleep story that i'll never forget is one time when i was in high school and we were taking we had, we had, we had this health ed class and we were mm-hmm. taking and at one point we did um sex ed like a sex ed week i think or maybe mm-hmm. a sex ed month or well, something sex ed mm-hmm. and uh i don't know who sex ed is but the point was at one point they had a woman come in and teach us all about condoms mm-hmm. how they were used like the best way to use them the myths of uh, condoms mm-hmm. the myths about sex and all that good stuff and i remember she even told us like straight up like this this lady dead ass told us that like not just because people call it a woody or a boner does not mean inside your penis is wood or a bone Ew. and i was just and i was just all like no shit lady i bitch, but I don't know. but then again when it comes to sex ed being superly overly like you guys know this one to say it anyway is a good attitude to have but my point is at one point she was teaching us how to put a condom on and using she was using a banana and I'm pretty sure I had was tired from practice because I was falling asleep in the front row. And she goes, I was like, kid, come on. Like, I'm putting a condom on a banana here. What else do I need to do to get your attention? And, uh-huh. the, and the entire class laughed. And even I was like, even though you're calling me out, I got to say, good joke. Yes. Um. So, yeah. Interesting. But we're not here to talk about sex ed. We're not. I thought, I thought it was a sex ed podcast. No. <laughs> we educate the masses about... What do I know? I don't know anything. You, Not you, you, you today. Know, you know way more than I do, honey. Not today. I don't know that much more than you, but thank you for saying so. Um. So what movie did we just see at the time of recording this? Ah, uh, yes. The movie we just saw by the time we recorded this was, of course, Hellboy. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I was going to cry. No, no, no. We just saw Avengers Endgame. Yes! Otherwise known as my new favorite film... In perpetuity, because it is such a masterpiece. I'm yeah. not even exaggerating. I loved it so much. Also, I think now would be the time before we actually start talking to let you know, spoilers ahead. By the time this comes out, like I feel like everyone and their mom would have talked about it. Yeah, so spoiler alert, this is going to get spoilery as hell. Yes. But by this time, it's probably going to be like everyone knows by because it'll be six months from now. So, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're here to talk about adventures. Wait, so are we officially like... In the spoiling territory, we can spoil things. Yes. Tony Stark dies. <laughs> oh, he dies. He at the very end, he gets the glove and he uh, snaps his finger, and that kills him. And end of episode. Don't get it. But wait, but why? <laughs> <laughs> I made the exact same joke about this movie because the very, very first act mm-hmm. is the, is the surviving Avengers finding Thanos and chopping his head off. Yep. And he dies. Thanos is dead. So, and then for the and then that's like the intro. And for 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 like a small chunk of time, the movie is about like coping with loss and how to re re pick up where you left yourself knowing that like mm-hmm. everyone you know is gone or close, yeah. to, or close to it it's 50 50 yeah it's it is interesting i like i i love this movie because um just the people behind the whole avengers like mcu and everything well not just the avengers MCU, but the mcu in general they know what they're doing they have people that are paying attention like they're making these movies with a purpose. They're making these movies with, um, with the previous movies and like future movies in mind. And they have people keeping track of these things. And you can really tell because one, it takes. Well, they've been making all of these like simultaneously for years. And two, um, in 
Avengers Endgame, they end a bunch of um, story arcs that were started, like they're, yeah. or like in like each individual like Avengers movie, or like, like or that you- was started in the last movie. Like they they end a bunch of arcs in a very satisfying way. And for those of you who like to, or for those of you who think that like each movie like kind of in some ways operates on its own and never really acknowledges past events and it's just you know you know from you know it's just like blockbuster movie to blockbuster movie to blockbuster movie this thing actually has some real a lot of payoffs and references and like callbacks to previous previous like mc marvel mcu lore so these people like they know what they're doing this is this, you can tell this is very much a passion project this is this isn't just another because I'll admit there are some Marvel films that do kind of feel like just a small puzzle piece to get to the next puzzle piece to get mm-hmm. to the next puzzle piece of, of the MCU. Mm-hmm. But this is, was just amazing. It was like all payoffs. It was like so many people you love getting what they want. So many people like you hate getting their comeuppance. Ooh, so good. Yeah. So um, this one was a really good one. It's a um, fantastic movie. Yeah. It's not just, it's not just a pretty movie about, um, our favorite heroes beating the bad guy like it's it's so the bad guy is like one part but they under the filmmakers understand that the bad guy is just one part but each individual avenger has their own reason for um having a thing against this bad guy or they have their own thing that they're working that they're working through um because of this bad guy and it's it's just so beautifully just made teaches that the important lesson the only way to defeat said bad guy in his army is with black people and wizards okay so this thing no you think you think it's just about like the main avengers or maybe just like some of the core avengers it's about everyone it's Every, about everyone yeah. there's like one or two people who aren't going to be there and you know why yeah but uh like well like vision he yeah. can't come back but no like everyone shows but, and they but, bring but, back Gamora, but it's like it's know, not. It's, very it's not way. the original Gamora. It'd be like if I was existing now, and then like you came over, but you didn't know me, and you're from like five years ago before we met. Yeah, and it was all like you don't know me, but like or like you're. It's like it's like current me. It's like current me died somehow, and then you were just like, oh my god, yeah. she's dead, and then like past me came and yep. was just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like you're, and then like you just you're seeing me being goofy, and then your sis, then your own sister's all like, yeah, this is the guy, and you're like, really him? It's like, trust me. And then you just look at me, and you say, go like, but I don't even like skinny guys. He's literally quoting the movie right now. Yeah, also I'm bo- I'm kind of bone skinny, and when Julian met me, I was actually a big colossal fat ass. So <laughs> there will be pictures of that probably eventually. But then when you see the look on our donkey's face, you'll be all like, this is where I'm meant to be. Yes. Um, so anyways, we didn't really think about how we're going to like structure this whole talk. Well, I, the way I thought of it, well, we just fired up the podcast machine, the podcaster 5,000, and then we just started talking about this movie and see where it goes. Cause guess what's on my mind right now? Avengers yeah. Endgame, cause it was just amazing. Okay. So, um, so we kind of went through like the basic stuff. Um, what, okay. So let me ask you something then about the movie. Yeah. What do you, what do you think it did best? Well, I think I kind of answered that already. Yes. Um, yeah, I think I kind of answered that, like, ending all the... Okay, then. Yeah. What do that's... you think? What do you think? All right. Well, I think what this movie did best was really making the making everyone feel like that this is a comic book, a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> because, don't get me wrong, I loved, for example, I loved Captain uh, Marvel, mm-hmm. the... Yeah, the the Marvel Captain Marvel. I love that movie, mm-hmm. but like at the same time, it's it it does feel like a comic book movie, but not in the sense that like like I I can name a bunch of other like properties in my head that's, that's about like a woman like gaining the power to like overcome evil. Uh, you got the exact same arc as like um, Dark Phoenix. Well, there's that. I think I'm gonna like that. But no, no. Point is, point is. <laughs> oh wait, when let's, I watched... let's let's also talk about the previews before the okay. movie and then the movie. Also, I feel like for every movie and every franchise that um that got to be a part of the previews, um, they like that is like prime, prime, prime. Um, what is it like commercial? Like that's prime. That's prime real estate right there. Yeah, like... commercial like value. Like that's. Um, but with that being said, there's a lot of good ones this time around. There are a lot of good ones. Um, the one that jumps out at me right now, as I mentioned before, is Dark Phoenix. Yes, they're doing it again. Interesting. And it's it's funny because I was telling JJ when we were in the theater, Dark Phoenix. I was just like, why does this look familiar? And then I was just like, you know why? Because this was literally the exact 
um, the exact storyline of the Umbrella Academy season one. Which I've only seen the first episode of, so uh, don't say anything too spoilery, my dear. Well, I mean, if you've seen, okay. Once again, Iron Man dies. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> but um, but I don't know. For some reason, I was just like, wow, why does this look exactly beat for beat like the Umbrella Academy thing, kind of? Because it's kind of just like everyone under underestimates, um, the main woman character then she gets a bunch of power she realizes that she has a bunch of power in some traumatic way and then she's just like oh i have all the power well i'm gonna fuck everyone up because they all fucking didn't believe in me which is kind of insulting to women because it's like it implies that if any woman gets absolute power like they'll just like you know go crazy And when they they realize the power that they had within them, they use it to punish people instead of using it for good. It's like how when I was a kid, the one one joke I heard all the time was, oh, you know why there can never be a woman president? Because when she gets on when she's on her period, she'll like throw uh, she'll like send a nuke over to another country. I heard that when I was like a kid in the 90s. Even my dad told that joke. I heard that everywhere. Yeah. Well, I'm I think I'm probably I'm probably still going to end up watching Dark Phoenix. Um, But. Yeah, I, like just from the preview, that's that's the feeling that I got from that. Um, what other previews were before? Oh, there was the one about like The Rock and oh. Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah, Jason Statham. Hobbs and Shaw. You know what's funny? You, you <laughs> yeah. know, I, I always forget the previews, the preview titles. So I was all like, I don't know what it's called. So it was just the one with you know big big yeah. big rock and actually I'm I'm impressed because I'm usually bad with celebrity names, but I got The Rock and Jason Statham. You got them. Wow, go me. They're yeah. that memorable. Yeah, but for the usually I'm just like I'm the kind of guy who describes a movie about like oh it's that you know that one dude who who, who did that guy and then that one other person who was all like you know this other in this other movie. Mm-hmm. But I I got it this time. Point is, it, it just it's a buddy it's it's like a buddy cop uh, movie but to eleven. And actually, it looks pretty competent because it's a Fast and Furious spinoff, so they've had plenty of time. Is it actually a spinoff? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> I know Hobbs and Shaw are um two characters in Fast and Furious. I was just distracted by all those moments killing people. It's so in I'm a good so way. Excited. In a good way that the, yeah. they're, they're the good guys. I'm so excited. Even for that Roman one. Reigns was in there. The Rock's cousin, Roman Reigns, the WWE wrestler. It just looks like Who no so one much liked. Fun. I know. It just looked like so much fun. That's that's why. Because I didn't really watch the Fast and Furious movies, and I watched like a couple. I have not seen a single one. Not a one. But like they're like. For those of you that know or that don't know Fast and Furious, I mean, I'm not the authority on the franchise, but Fast and Furious, like, if you want just, like, a lot of action and a lot of shooting and a lot of just, like, manly people, just, like, well, testosterone-filled people, because there are also some badass women, I should say. Yes. Um, Just, like, beating each other up, finding each other, traveling to, like, all these extrava- extravagant places driving like ridiculous cars and doing like a bunch of ridiculous stunts that you know in all reality would never work fast and furious is the freaking franchise for you um and so let's turn your brain off popcorn fun you say I know, yes and i'm so excited because um hobbs and shaw is like fast and furious but if it was like you were saying before a buddy cop um film and they both kind of hate each other but you know by the end they 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 love each other and they have a their friend um and they have a soft spot for each other which i'm excited i'm excited for that but yeah and it's actually kind of refreshing to see the rock playing a character that's like that straddles a good line between action hero and comedian because there was i remember there i remember there was once a time when the rock was only thought of as two people like someone trying to do the serious films like in uh like in the mummy Return mm-hmm. of the Scorpion King, or like doing goofy films, like when he was the uh, Tooth Fairy. But now he's just okay. Look, he's an action hero who can like kick ass, but you know he's also in some very well timed comedic scenes. Like, well, it's a scene where he just like where they there's a scene where there's him and him and Jason Statham are uh, I think two doors to go through, and then J- the one Jason Statham's in is like a bunch of uh, ninja bad guys essentially, and the one the Rock goes into is just like one guy, but he's really big. Mm-hmm. But then like within like and Jason Statham is just kicking a bunch of ass with all the guys attacking him at once, and the Rock just punches the big guy once and he goes down and he goes oh that was easy. Yes, <laughs> so good. It's it's I was legitimately really like fun. I was legit laughing. Yeah, and it was it was really cool to see Jason Statham just kick a guy, and the rocks like do 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 do. I'm fine. Hmm. On the other room. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that's another one that that I'm excited about. Um, what other previews were there? Okay, there was one about like the guy who plays uh Black Panther. Um, oh. And and oh. Chaz Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's and he plays a cop. You're like I he, thought you were the cop that kills cop killers. Yeah, no, he's a his his whole gimmick is he's a cop 
that like really really hates cop killers and because his dad was killed by his dad was a cop wait yeah. yes yeah his dad cop. was a cop that Kill. was killed by some other cop i don't know Not but a cop. <laughs> hey, well, that's, the, well, that's the twist at the end he was a cop well, point is like these two drug dealers are um i, I kill a cop and this guy says, lock down all of New York because we're going to catch these guys. I am the guy who catches cop killers. But what they're, but what they're doing is interesting because <laughs> the the cop, he's he's just like, oh, I want to kill, kill this guy. Or at least find him. But it turns out, tell, correct me if I'm wrong, but mm. it seemed like the guy who killed him was just like because there were these two like low, uh, like, like low level like gangs who were just all like, oh, we want to go pick up like three bags of like cocaine but it turns out it was like three it was like 300 bags or something like that mm-hmm. and so they were way over their heads and didn't know what they were doing and then a cop came in and they just killed them and left and now they're panicking so it's all like you know like maybe well at least for that one guy it felt like that and my favorite actually my favorite line was when they said he's like you want to close up all of new york for like a day to, to like and that and that bothers a bunch of ferrymen that's fine but when the stock market's not open that's billions of dollars you're wasting here man yeah so literally we're just talking about the preview so um, i have a feeling it's not gonna i have a feeling this is gonna do not um, not not that well not good but better than expected because probably i don't expect a lot but i am excited i'm excited about it they made it look like a movie i would want to watch it yeah watch and you said it perfectly. You were just like, "This looks like um, a really good, like double feature of a law, of a law and order movie." There uh, we go. Law and order episode, like, double feature. Exactly. Yeah. And then there was. Oh wait, did we? Was there? A, was there a, um, a preview for Link, or was that just in the? Oh, movie, when we were waiting uh, in line. Yeah. Yeah, that was just when we were waiting. Oh, the missing Link. Man, that that movie looks like it's not gonna do that good, or I should say, maybe not doing good because it's like. Yeah, that would. Um... Well, my point is, I, ho- I hope it does okay because. It's by I always Leica. appreciate the I appreciate the fact that stop motion still exists in this world. It's it's by Leica Studios, the people that made Coraline, um, Kubo and the and the what the two strings. Yes. Yes. Yeah, um, and Paranorman. Um, I love those movies. Well, I didn't see Kubo, but um, but the other two I've seen, and I really do like Leica Studios. Um, but this one looks like more of like a um, more of a commercial like comedy type of thing yeah we were talking about this in the uh movie uh, in line uh, yeah. the movies but like i feel like it, it feels weird because Coraline and norbert wait no norbert <laughs> that was a terrible movie about a dorky black guy no but what's the, what's the first one button uh the girl with the button eyes sent me out here Coraline. okay yeah. Coraline, paranorman and kubo and the two strings they felt like they were trying to t- uh they, they felt like more they had something to say. Or something to say. That, uh, it was a little more, like, out there in terms of, like... Concept. Visual, visuals and concept. Whereas this one is just, like... We've kind of seen this movie. Guy finds, like, a goofy character or a character that's, like, shouldn't be... Or, like, is, is like, out of their element and brings him in and, like, ooh. It know. felt like it... It The impression that I got before I even saw the preview thing was that it's kind of like Sherlock Holmes, but it's... Um, but it's a, it's Sasquatch or whatever. Yeah. And I want to like it because I do appreciate that they're taking the, uh, concept, the, the idea of like, you know, someone discovers like this creature and, uh, I'm out of world, out of the world, but the, out, the out of the world creature is the straight man who's all like, hey, hello. And it's stop motion. So I was all like, no, this is, it's kind of fresh, but something about it just makes me go like, Egh. I think it's because it's, it's going to be another kid's comedy. I think that's the thing. And today I just learned that uh, the British guy in that movie played, is voiced by Hugh Jackman, the Mr. Link, Zach Galifianakis, and the girl is uh, Zoe Zaldana. Oh, oh that's, go, why, that's you why. You go, Zoe. Um, but yeah, so, okay, so we've covered the previews before we saw the movie. Yes, we did. So <laughs> to set the stage, we were looking at these amazing, mostly amazing previews, and we are just like, oh my gosh, so ready so what were you feeling before be- like when the when the lights went went black like before we went to see the movie how were you feeling what do you mean so i mean like what did you expect from the movie yes um i expected a masterpiece and turns and turns out it was actually heaven on earth just like for, for, for like for solid three hours i was just like much like the avengers i too have traveled through time and space into a land of just like pure and of uh, pure like what's the thing dopamine yeah. Yep. Because my goodness, honey, like everything I ever wanted from a from a superhero movie is in this one. Also, I, again, I cried. Oh, did I cry? I know. Um, I wasn't expecting to cry really. I was just like, I want to see where this goes. Um, and I'm so excited. I was I was really excited, and I'm so happy. 
after seeing Hellboy, <laughs> this one was such a breath of fresh air, and I feel like everything was so deserved in the movie. Because like I've said before, Hellboy felt like someone took a, a whole 12 stories, a 12 episode season of a show called Hellboy, mm-hmm. and then was just like, this is pretty good, but let's squish it all into a movie and like chop out the important bits of it. Or the... the beginning uh... and then parts of the middle. Yeah. I, and I felt like this... I felt like kind of the same way, but instead of each scene being choppy and just like next scene, next scene, next scene, next scene, the Avengers just was like smooth as silk and just I, went from... No, the I Avengers, did. no. I don't think it felt that way. That's only because literally... I never felt lost, not once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I disagree with the comment that it feels like, like a bunch of episodes put together. I feel like this was deserved because we saw each and every individual movie before this. And we had the Avenger movies before this as well. So like to say that it felt like episodes of things put together, I don't think I don't think it's a it's a good comparison. Also because it's a continuation of the last movie. True. But they go to so many different places. Both in it both, makes both sense, in space though. and time. It was yeah, just but like, it whoa. makes sense though. They like they lay it out and we knew it was going to happen because we saw the last movie. Um, oh, also, after the movie, we talked... Actually, no, I'll, I'll mention that in a little bit, but... Um, we talked to a lot of people today. We talked to... <laughs> we were very social today. We even said we even said hello to the lady who took our tickets, and we've seen her a couple of times. Yeah. She's a nice little old lady who's like, oh, hello. We, we watch enough movies at, at our local movie theater <laughs> um, to know some people at the mall that um, where, they, where everything happens. But anyways, I was going to say, okay... So, um, I'm trying to think where to start to talk about the movie. Cause I know I want to talk about, um, what is it? What, like some scenes near the end. It doesn't have to be completely structured. Just if it's a, if it's a good scene you want to talk about, I say just talk about it. Go okay. On. Go on. Well, let, let uh, it out. well, with the current, um, as we speak now, um, with the current like political, um, climate and everything and like the recent years of um, of women and people of color like fighting for their rights hold on it's going to come back to Avengers <laughs> with all of that there are some specific scenes that I think were very interesting Very indeed. Um, so in the middle of all of this like Avengers um, Avengers like just like power stuff and the movie Basically, there is there's a scene where Captain Marvel's well, Captain Marvel has the Infinity Gauntlet, um, and what's his face? Peter Parker has the gauntlet. He's just like, hey, um, take this, and then he's just like, good luck getting through all these people. And she looks out onto the the army of Thanos, and she's just like, okay, well, I'm not scared. And then a bunch of other ladies come up behind her, like the other female counterparts to the heroes that we know and love. And they come well, up and they're just like... you say counterparts. I think most of them are their own little... Uh, their own, own thing. The only like true counterpart is... Well, they is don't They don't Wasp. have their own films. Shut up. <laughs> Damn it. So... No, I can check me through. So, as I was saying... Oh, yeah. uh, bullshit. Captain Marvel. I win. Out of all of them. And Captain... Yeah. But she's the one that has the gauntlet. Anyways... And, and now I just... Captain Marvel, not Ms. Marvel. She's no longer a counterpart. Anyways, everyone else's female counterpart, aside from Captain Marvel. Um, so they they all come up. I'm not even done with this slot yet. Nope. They came up behind her, and they're just like, don't worry, she has backup. And I was just like... What a coincidence that all the ladies are on this side of the battlefield. <laughs> but I was like, okay, that's interesting. That, like, that... It'd be like if it'd be like if Black Panther just rolled up with uh, 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 with uh, I know I know with War Machine, and oh Katie, Katie's well, well, War Machine and Falcon is like Blacks unite. That'd be cool. Well, okay, wait, 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 wait. Let's let's continue with the thought. So, um, I thought that was interesting that they made a point to put that in. Even Mantis was there. She doesn't fight. Okay. <laughs> no, but but okay, but I do I I understand that she's there though because they're literally like she had just been dead for 5 years. And at that point, like the like everyone they brought everyone back um because they they were successful in um creating a future in which everyone that was snapped in the first movie comes back, but with that past Thanos comes cuz he sees what happened and he's just like hey fuck all you bitches i'm inevitable 
Um, and now, and then I was like, and now I'm gonna kill everybody, and I just press the reset button. Okay, so let me finish this lot. So, um, so all that happens. Um, so I understand that she's there because now, even though she doesn't normally fight, she had, she experienced being snapped, and she's just like, I like everyone came back to fight for their literal lives, and I thought that was beautiful, and like that's every, when I started crying. Friendship. But it makes, but I only say all that because I think like that is that is exactly why Mantis is there. To help make sure that she stays alive and everyone that she loves stays alive. Oh, it would have been. You know what? what you know what I would have liked to see? Huh? One of the big, uh, one of the big monster guys, like, like falls down, mm-hmm. and then somehow, and then Mantis goes like sleep, and then, and then he's just like he's out now. Yeah. Um. Okay, but let me finish that thought. So I think it's interesting that they put that in. And I feel like, I don't know if that scene would have been a scene, like, in, like, past years. Oh, definitely not. Is what I'm trying oh, to no. say. Yeah, um, honey, there's no, honey, there's no such thing as a past movie having more than, like, 15 women at, at once. Yeah. It's but I, I think it's I think it's interesting that, that Marvel um, and Disney... Had the guts? I don't know about have, have the guts. I mean, yeah, I guess. But, um, but I'm glad I, like, it's, it's interesting that they put that in. Um, because for the story as a whole, it doesn't really change that much because Captain Marvel was going to get it to where it needed to be no matter what. Um, but yeah, they made it a point to include that scene and it's nice because like that's, that's a scene that's going to be, um, dissected and talked about, um, for years to come probably. Um, I mean, what was the last time you saw a movie where there was like 10 females on scene and they all had like impactful, like arts and developments and stories and so and such and what have you at once and one screen we you know who they were yeah it was just like a random assortment of like random people uh-huh um but yeah but they they made it a point to put that in um there's also um another scene oh yeah so the very ending scenes um where they give okay so thor um his I guess his female counterpart that was introduced in Thor Ragnarok. Um, what's her name? Oh my gosh. Uh, Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Um, so Valkyrie, um, basically Thor has a breakdown. Um, and they, again, they beautifully like put these things together. So out of context, it's just like, what the heck? Um, but Valkyrie is basically she's talking to Thor and Thor's just like, hey, um, you should you should be the guardian of the Asgard people. You are now queen. You are now their queen. Which is a little interesting because she's a foot soldier. She's not a monarch or a politician. Yeah, she's she's that- always been the foot foot soldier. Um, but he's but he made it a point. Um, and he was just like, you are leader. You are leader. And he also said, um, like I need to be who I am and not um try to live up to who I'm supposed to be. And he's just like, you, you deserve to be the leader um, more than I do. And I think, I think that's, that was very interesting. Um, I do want to point out um, for people that haven't seen these movies, but are listening to this, to this episode, um, that Valkyrie is a female of color. Um, and she was introduced like, like later in the MCU. And it's very interesting. Um, she is a character who fights and who is who has lived her life for the Asgardian people. Um, so it, it makes sense. It is an interesting character because she she feels tremendous guilt over the fact that uh, Hela destroyed her whole her whole entire unit and so she goes and like kind of drink kind of drinks herself stupid and goes off to another planet to just like fight and fighting pit and then and now she's all like, Nope, I'm coming back and here's my winged horse. Yeah. So it, it's, it's more than that obviously, but it's 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 a female character who isn't just like I am strong and yeah. competent. No, she has like layers, and she's allowed to be like have her ups and downs and be yeah. when what's and now she's and now um instead of being the the leader of a unit now she's well she's the leader of a bigger unit called she, all of Asgard and now she finally has a purpose again yeah yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah. she was the, well yeah yeah so um so with that being said another um scene that was important and interesting um was. Captain America giving his shield to um not Rhodey, damn um fuck uh, well the uh, Falcon yeah to the His Falcon name is I forget yeah to um to the Falcon um because Bucky Barnes is also there he could have he yeah. could have given it to Bucky Barnes yeah, so Bucky then, Barnes is his own 
thing. And he was even Captain America once in the comics or yeah. twice or something rather. But um, in this movie, they make it a point um, for Captain America um, because he because um, the Falcon was Captain America's right hand when he like first transitioned into the 21st century and all that. Uh, stuff. Well, kinda a yeah. little bit. No, yeah, he was he, his he, partner. His, he helped yeah. him. He helped him. It was definitely he was they were they became partners, and I'm sure that helped him. Yeah. So um, so it's so um, basically Captain America now he's old. Like proper um, old. Spoiler, like now he's his actual proper age that well, he should be. Well, actually, no, because he probably went back to... No, cause he's a little probably, bit younger. No, no, he's like probably like 80, 90 now. Yeah. Because if he was the exact same age he should have been, he'd be like over 100. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, but anyways, point is, my point is, now he's old and he's not Captain America anymore. And he finally got what he always wanted. Yeah, he got his life, but my point is he came back and he was just like, someone else needs to be Captain America. Mm-hmm. America needs a Captain America, so he gives it to the Falcon, and he's just like, this is yours now. He didn't have to do that. He could have been all like, hey guys, I lived the life. Well, that's great for you. Yeah. And then no, he did the shield. Because he's just like, America needs a Captain. And I think it's very interesting, and I feel like they they make that scene a little bit long and they hold on the scene of um the falcon holding the shield and captain america makes it a point to be like like the falcon's just like oh this feels like someone else's and captain america's just like well it's yours um i think that was very interesting i feel like that's a very interesting um scene to have um because basically what's happening is um two of the heroes that we know and love from the original Avengers team give their power to another person and those people happen to be um, people of color. I think that's very interesting for the Marvel MCU to do because they could have easily given the shield to like I mentioned before Bucky Barnes Um, Thor literally could have just not done that. <laughs> yeah, he could have just stayed and been like, "Oh yeah, of course, I'm still gonna be the king." But I feel like I feel like for like the arcs, well, especially Thor's feels deserved. Uh, but it is very interesting that they make a point to put these scenes in. So the scene, um, being like, "Hey, Captain Marvel," uh, like, "Hey, like these are the females of the MCU coming together to protect each other." I think that was interesting. Um, and then the transfers of power were very interesting at the end of these films. And, of this uh, film, I should and say. And a similar thing that's happening now is um, apparently they're making, after the success of uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, there, uh, there's talks about doing a uh, a uh, Spider-Gwen movie. Spider-Gwen! Yeah, so um, again, like, if... Oh, and of course, Miles was black. So if companies now are embracing uh, minorities and, and, and the women, I say, you know, why not? Yeah, I think it's cool. I'm excited to see where they go with it. Um, I think I mentioned this in the last episode when we were talking about like gritty reboots and all that. Um, and Hellboy, I feel like like my biggest concern would be that they all like I'm I'm excited and I I feel like the more that we make female um like the more that we make films starring females and people of color, the better they will be because you only get better with practice. Like name the yeah exactly. And like, also name the last time you saw a movie that starred a um, say let's just say oh for example a black female protagonist. Besides besides us, that's cheating. Well, all of Jordan Peele's films are gonna have um, leading black. Oh, <laughs> I'm not excited for Mama's House. Yeah, but she's not a leading lady. But that was she funny is looking. the lead. <laughs> Well, no, she's the main protagonist. She's the main antagonist. I mean, that's Ooh, that's, that's interesting, though. Making... Okay, sorry. Now we're talking about a whole different movie. Why? And yes, black women aren't evil. But this that's, one is. That, that's not, this one is. That's not what I'm trying to say. That's not what I'm trying to say. I just feel like her character is just... Just the, just the premise and her character just like... The scenes that they chose, I hope, I hope the whole movie isn't like this, but the scenes that they chose of her doing, uh, she just looks dopey, I'm sorry. I'm just like, what no, the does. heck? But Why the real, did they but do the that real, to her? Realist conversation back, we're still talking about Avengers. Okay, then we'll talk about Mama's House <laughs> in mm-hmm. a second, but yeah. Well, point, well, when you, I was thinking you mentioned about, you know, Thor and uh, his, his thing, it reminded me, mm-hmm. this movie... The reason why I said made the comment about like it feels like a bunch of episodes squished together and but in a good way. Point is, what I'm trying to okay, what I'm trying to say is this movie, mm. man, seamlessly went from like 
funny, like almost slapstick sitcom just like buddy, uh, buddy, buddy uh, dynamics to like a serious, like ish, uh, a, a serious scene to like, a, it's like, okay, now what this is a heist? We must get these guys. Yeah. Just the scene where they're the, the, the scene where Tony Stark and Ant Man are debating on whether or not Captain America's ass looks good in his original suit is the thing that actually happens and it's funny. It's all like I gotta say, Rogers, that suit does not do anything for your ass. And then Ant Man's just all like, "What are you talking about? That's America's ass." Oh yeah, that is <laughs> so good. I'm I'm glad I'm glad that they it it felt like they um they had more fun. I will say it was a little bit interesting um having Bruce Banner or like the Hulk. Oh, Professor Hulk? Yeah, Professor oh, Hulk. I love Professor Hulk. Just the, the scene in the in the diner, for some reason, like, his... Was amazing, I think. It was, you I thought was, it was amazing? I thought it was funny. Just the little kids come up, Mr. Hulk, can we get your autograph? Sure. I have what me, I'm Ant-Man. No. And then I you just know. have that really awkward back and forth, like, no, take your phone back. I don't want a picture. Go fuck off. Yeah. Well, he didn't say that, but still. It's... <laughs> I thought was, I thought I thought the funny bits were funny. I thought the suspenseful bits were suspenseful. I thought yeah. the action scenes were, were, fun, were 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 pretty good. <laughs> Excuse me. If a bit brief, because obviously need life fit in everything. Yeah. Um. But I was going to say, um, for me the um Bruce Banner. It, I think it was just interesting seeing Bruce Banner like, be more charming and more like laid back it makes sense for for his character at the at the moment though because like he's had, he described he, it perfectly he's had five years to like come at peace with with the hulk so but I, I, I like so the way it he makes des- sense and i like the way he described it about how um about how he's all like yeah well you guys lost but see i lost twice because the hulk couldn't beat thanos and bruce banner couldn't defeat thanos so i felt like what where do i go from here and then he's, then he's professor hulk which if you somehow don't know because you haven't seen it it's when the it's when Bruce Banner's in Hulk form, but he retains his um, his uh, smart knowledge, his mm-hmm. his, knowledge, his uh, brain capacity. Mm-hmm. But he's he's a little bit weaker in the sense that he's not as angry anymore, so he's in smashing about. Yeah. So it's it's I I am excited and I like what they did. And going off the topic of you know, women and minorities, mm-hmm. or, or, or should I say, women with different color skin? Yes. You know, I want to see now what? a movie where. They introduce a certain character called Bruce Banner's cousin, whose name I forget. And then she's in a car accident and needs to get a blood transfusion from Banner. And it becomes, da-da-da-da, She-Hulk. I was just like, I was about to say Miss Hulk, because like, that's not it. It's She-Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Who is um, a, even, it was a way better feminist icon in the superhero universe than Dark Phoenix. Because in opposition to the standard trope, when this woman gets, her gets power, she doesn't lose control. She's always in control and she always retains her smarts. Mm-hmm. And it's and um, it's it's about her life, just like being dealing being with the New York Manhattan. Wait, not man. Uh, well, she's a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> and just sometimes she's 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 like, oh, I'll, I'll beat that guy up because why not? Right. Well, why not? It's because she's too. Oh, also a superhero. Point is, I want to see more of that. Yes. So um yeah wow it sounds like wow. it sounds like we're we're talking okay so it sounds like we're talking about just like the important things. Oh, what scenes made you cry? Because we both oh, cried we, we a both lot. Cried like okay, I cried. Okay, I obviously cried when Tony Stark died at the end because he used the gauntlet to snap, snap all the bad guys away. And, of course, when uh, Spider-Man was there crying, so of course I was crying. Oh, my God. And let's see. I was just... You know, when you cry about 21 different times, honey, you kind of just... It always kind of blends together, so... Uh-huh. But the one that really got me was, of course, Tony dying. Cause yeah. it, and then and, and Spider-Man just, like... Just, just like Peter losing Parker. it, Peter Parker losing it. So was I. That, that got me the most. That's the one that oof, right some in the heart. great. Also, par- literally exactly parallel, um, paralleling or is a parallel to the scene of um, Spider Man being yeah. whooshed away. Um, I think, I think it's interesting. just oh my gosh, just all the people that made these movies are paying attention. Like I said before, um, so the scenes that made me cry specifically because i did not cry at all until the ending scenes so um so more specifically in the end when um when captain america um he was about to face um thanos's army by himself and he like he was like he was literally about to accept okay this is me i'm gonna die trying to sit trying to save the country, the not the just the country, too. but my, but my, um, existence my planet and my existence. 
And then... Oh, because Thanos wants to use the gauntlet again as another time to snap and destroy all life and yeah. then just basically press the restart button. Yeah, so... so now everything so is... Then, so then he was left because Tony Stark was down for the moment and... And um, Thor. And <laughs> Thor was down for the moment. But, um, but no, but then... Um, Doctor Strange um, magics Oof. everyone that that had been snapped. Well, all a bunch of the wizards are doing it, but yeah, yeah, a bunch of the wizards, including Doctor Strange, magics everyone to the place where Captain America is. Shut up. To the place where Captain America is. Um, I cried because everyone, like literally, I was just like, everyone that had been snapped by Thanos is now there to fight against Thanos and they are fighting against their literal lives because they they were just, like, at that point it was just like, oh, Thanos is gonna get his just desserts because he thought, he thought that what he did was final. Turns out everyone that, that he, well, essentially killed is coming back to be like, no, this is my life too. I'm fighting for my friends, my family, and myself. Um, and the life that I had. And it's just ugh, that I just, I just cried. Like I just, ugh, that was, that was the first time I actually like really started crying. And then from that, yeah, you were going to say that is what it truly, and that right there, honey, is yeah. what it truly means to be an American. <laughs> no, but really. And it was so, it was so, it was good. Um, and then the next time that I cried, of course, was when Tony Stark died. I knew it was going to happen. Oh, we all did. Like, it, like it, we it, all it began it with Iron happen. Man and then with Iron Man, as so prophesied. Exactly. So, like, we were just like, yeah, he was going to die. And, like, especially at the beginning when he was, he was recording his, like, goodbye thing. I was like, oh, was no, he, he's going to actually die. He's going <laughs> to actually die. And then again, um, when he was just like, oh, like, I could, I could not. Like, I could like I figured out how to do time travel. Oh, Katie! Just pet her, honey. No. Just pet her. God, <laughs> she's 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 begging, crying at you for attention. Mom, please love me. I know. Okay. Well, as I was saying, um, imagine if our kids and future kids crying, and you're just like, okay, fine. <laughs> like now I must podcast. Um, but no. Um, as I was saying, as Iron Man, um. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. It's, about him, it's about him sacrificing his life for the greater that's good. That's not what I was going to say. But anyways, when, when Iron Man died, that's the second time I cried. Last time I cried was when um, was when Captain America um, came back as an old guy. And then we get to see Ooh. a glimpse of like him finally dancing um, with Agent Carter. Or, and he finally got what he wanted. He finally got he that. He finally dance. got that. They both dance. finally got that dance. She was crying, and he was just I am treasuring su- the moment, and that made me cry. I am not surprised that that made you cry, and I'll tell you why. Why? Did you know this, honey? That you've actually mentioned the fact that Tony Stark, uh, Tony Stark that Captain America. I know you. Yeah. Did get that done. You've mentioned that a few times. Every time I see Captain America and he looks at the picture of Carter. You have mentioned that Carter, multiple times. I'm always just like, he never got, got that dance. dance. They never dance. Yeah, but. For, for those who uh, don't realize, I don't dance or go to clubs. And the one thing she's wanted, one thing she's always wanted in a relationship is like, dance with me. I know. And I don't dance. I don't know how. No one taught me. Oh my gosh. He knows how. No, no, I'm trying to say it's in my blood. Yes. Hey. No, that's not what I'm trying to say at all. I'm trying to say anyone Me. can dance, but anyways, not all Hispanics have the rhythm. It's not about it's not about us dancing. I cried because Captain America finally danced with his girl. Yeah, but he had to live through 9/11. So with that being said, I think we're done talking about, <laughs> about Avengers. Um, I am excited for the future. MCU movies. Oh, me too. Especially since the next one is my personal favorite character, Spider-Man. Yeah. Apparently it takes place... Before. No, yeah. Like, not after. Yeah. I think. So maybe it's about him in the... In a, in in the snapped world, because like they, I think I think the Russo brothers explained that when there's when they snapped they were snapped away they didn't die they were just somewhere else I think yeah so, they, like they went maybe. to like a different yeah I th- that's what it sounded I like. I think. That's what it sounded like. Cause like oh, cause yeah, he's Peter, probably, yeah, Spider-Man had that thing about, like, he was Peter saying, Parker started talking about it I when was, he like, saw... I was just, like, in the middle of a fucking war, Peter. You're trying to describe what happened to you in the fucking nowhere? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like how Captain America... Oh, big, big, big spoiler. Captain America is worthy enough. He gets, mo- he gets me all near. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but basically... Okay, so... Um, Thor goes to the past, and he has Stormbreaker, you know, the, the axe... 
But then he's all like, I'm in the past now, because I need to get the reality stone. And then he goes, let me try something. And while in the past, he just goes like, and he takes Mjolnir from past Thor. He's all like, hey, cool. And now he has Mjolnir and uh, Stormbreaker. And then when he's fighting Thanos, he's fighting him with both weapons. So now he has like two, two, two like mega, ultra mega weapons. Mm-hmm. And he's about to get killed by Thanos. And then who steps in and uses Mjolnir to beat up Thanos from behind? Captain America. He is worthy. Yes, he is and worthy. It's but just we a... all knew that. And there's a scene, but, it's, but, but, but it made me laugh because at one point during the uh, fighting, they both throw the weapons and didn't call it back, but it gets mixed up. And so Thor calls Mjolnir and uh, Captain America calls uh, Stormbreaker. Then Thor just goes, no, 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 I switch. You get the small one. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's so good. It's so good. As a Thor fan, I was every time he was on screen, I was just all like, ah, oh, great. Because I'm, yeah. I'm happy Thor... Um, he's funny again. Thor's well, arc was was completed, I, I think. And but your absolute favorite moment, I know which one it is. What? It is that scene where they bring back Natalie Portman. I knew you were gonna mention that too because I was like watching it and I was just like Natalie Portman. The, the joke is she hates Natalie. Portman. I don't even hate you her. You curse her name in, in secret. No, no, no. In the Thor movies, she was not good. She's a good actress. Not in Thor. Ooh, out. You know who else doesn't like Thor? Who? Uh, sorry. You know who else didn't like the first Thor movie? George R. 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 Martin. Okay. <laughs> like, now brings us to our next topic. Um, uh, Game of Thrones. Now, honey, let's talk about the first episode and then the second episode in detail. Or is that another... No, I'm just kidding. I think, I think <laughs> that's a whole other episode, though. It's almost as if this is a uh, podcast about talking talking about pop culture and just stuff that interests us. Wow. 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 I think, but uh, overall, I think this was a good little mini episode and our child is now um, pacing back and forth and crying at us, so. Yeah. Maybe uh, we should wrap it up a little bit. I think we should. Um, yeah. My sorry. God, it's 444. You believe and join the women's conference. That's mm-hmm. who she's actually going to. Yes, I, am, I actually am going to. Um, It's called Women Who Lead or like. Oh, wait. you're so going to mention this movie. Maybe, maybe. No, <laughs> maybe in like conversation. But I, um, wait, are you wait? Question, real yeah, talk. Yeah. Do you feel like the women representation in this movie was was it even that good? Because the focus was all on the men, but at the same time, the point the point is at the end they gave up. Like yeah, the, main, the, the main the main the, guys are are gone and passing it over, but like. Yeah. I mean, I like honestly, I can't I can't say because, like this is this is the bookmark to, a whole um like like the like a bigger story arc being it's it's the closing of one chapter and opening into another and so well don't worry honey because we'll get our female representation in comic books when we watch x-men dark phoenix about jane Grey going crazy oh no <sighs> well oh no okay sansa stark let's see what you got i know you, you should have oh. used you should have used that you should have used all that part when the white walkers attack winterfell god damn oh my gosh crossover no but like but honestly um <laughs> Female representation. Um, I'm waiting. I don't know. Um, in this one specifically, I'm not. I'm not trying to count this one specifically because, like I said, it's the bookmark to something we've we've been watching before. Marvel and if and Marvel and if you're listening, and I know you aren't, do Kamala Khan. Oh my. God. Do, uh, do do Miss Marvel. Yes. With Kamala Khan, the yes. packet. Uh, either way. Okay. Um, but point is, I was going to say, going back to Dark Phoenix. I love it because it's about Dark Phoenix. I know. Who's like, like women women representation aside, and the fact that like it's it's using an old uh, old ass trope. Why wouldn't I want to see a story about a mutant going getting like like super like omega level powers and just like tearing shit up? That sounds fun, honey. Yes, um, I was going to say. Sorry, I she mentioned that. Anyways, um, but I was mentioning that because in the last X Men, X Men Apocalypse was the last one. That was the one. Okay, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was just like, I did because I was just like, oh no, when Jean Grey like had that moment in, and then um, when she like taps into her power. Basically, <sighs> Professor Xavier says like, Jean Grey, remember how I was telling you to hold back? Don't anymore. Can you just like go all out? Oh, I don't know why that moment and then like her like just letting everything go. I was just like, oh, no, because you know what? X-Men, you have never cared about continuity in his shows because in that one, she already has the Phoenix Force. But then now she's getting the Phoenix Force again. Yeah, I was just like, wow, <laughs> she has double Phoenix powers. I don't know why that I don't know why that bothered me so much, but I it kind of felt like it was kind of a, like a rushed setup for Dark Phoenix, to be honest, because it kind of came out of nowhere. 
I well, feel because okay. I feel like it like the focus wasn't on her like they were just like don't do it like like for like once at the beginning of the movie if I remember correctly and then at the end he's like okay you can you cannot hold back now oh wait I do love I do come on but I cannot love that scene where Magneto is just all like are you threatening me and then he, he goes and like just hovers him and like cracks his helmet open he's all like okay uh, yeah actually the, I am okay he's talking about the preview for Dark Phoenix right now by the way yeah yeah um. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that. We didn't talk about that one that much, but either yeah, way. but um, we are. But I okay. I just wanted to say with the Dark Phoenix thing, I'm skeptical. <laughs> I'm afraid that one's gonna be like a woman power thing. Maybe. Also, what's her face has got to be tired of do, of of playing Mystique. You know. Candace. Oh yeah, she. What's her name? I keep forgetting. Um, Jennifer Lawrence. Right. I, yes, I almost said Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Which is why I didn't say anything. Um, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, it's it's very interesting because um, I even made this made this comment when we were watching um, X-Men Apocalypse. I was just like, she looks like she's so done. She sounds like she's so done with the movies um, when when um, when we were watching I that think, one. I did think she I, th- I thought she was great in Days of Future Past. Yeah, because that that one was more about like, like the, her the, and her relationship with the other two. The thing where she's pointing the gun at um, at um, uh, Trask, and then like he's about to fire, but then Charles just uh, uh, makes her envision him, and then she's like just pointing it at basically Charles, and she's shaking, and she's all like, "Get out of my head, Charles!" And yeah. he's all like, "You know what? I'm not gonna try anymore. He's good. Do yeah. whatever you want." He's <sighs> good. Um, sorry, he's good. She is good. Um, when she wants to be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what like what the other like what the performance thing in um in apocalypse was about all i know is that compared to the other movies um it did kind of feel like she was already out of it she was like nah <laughs> like i guess i'm jean gray again today um but anyway it's not jean gray and that, and that didn't, um and that, and but be, mystique again today i should say and not to be overly negative but about this movie but the review is already saying it's really bad it's like really bad no it can't but, be worse than hellboy God, no. Oh, but I hope the, it's not. But at the same time, when it comes to comic book movies, I'm easy to please. So, because oh, uh, no. I love Venom, you're you're also your favorite movie, honey. You love that movie, Venom. Oh, oh yes, Venom. Oh, you, you, my Venom. Your boyfriend, uh, what's his face? Tom Hardy. You, oh, even I, you uh, love Tom Hardy. He was not the right freaking person for that it was, role. It was the movie that ended her love. Tom Hardy. No, I know. I love Tom Hardy, but he was not the right. Also, I will always take this opportunity Bach. to say. Also, I will always take this opportunity to mention this. Hmm. Tom Hardy plays Venom. He also played um, Bane, who in the comics is powered by a drug called Venom. Oh my god. Do, 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 do. Conspiracy theory. I don't know. I don't think that's that's why they chose him. Don't dismiss Venom. me. <laughs> I'm not dismissing you. I'm just saying I don't think that's it, Chief. Well, this has been the Tom Hardy podcast. <laughs> this has been the <laughs> this has been the all the movies that we hate. Culture pop where we talk nonstop. Um, but anyways, um, I love these movies. I'm excited to watch more movies. I'm excited to talk about more movies. If you want to watch more movies, you get Venom, you should get Movie Pass. <laughs> no, 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 not now. No, no, no. We'll see about the future Movie Pass. But anyways, um, also not sponsored. Um, Yet. But anyways, uh, yeah, we're just gonna wrap this up. I know we said that ten minutes ago, but for real, for real, and I got another thing about. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Um, thank you for listening. Goodbye. That was a great episode, huh? That was great. One of my favorite episodes. Yeah. So, well, if you like this episode, be sure to check out some of our other episodes we have. And, uh, well, if you like those too, then we hope to see you in the future. Yeah. And if you have a topic that you want us to talk about, shoot us an email at the email in our show notes below. And if you can't uh, contact us through our email address, just stick your head out the window and shout. I'm sure, you know, uh, we'll hear you. (laughs) Exactly. And don't forget to rate and subscribe. And as always, watch out for Loki.